broadcasting from the campus of Lynn Benton Community College. We are the Mid-Valley STEM CTE Hub. I'm your host, Casey, and this, this is Closing the Gap. Welcome back, everyone. Today on Closing the Gap, we have Executive Director of MECOP, Yulia Dennis. How are you? How's your week? Hi, week's going well, and it's the start of the school year for many of our students. It's, it's an exciting time. So um, could you please tell us a little about the mission and the purpose of MECOP? Sure. Uh, well, and first, uh, thank you so much for having me here. I'm really excited to share about MECOP and my own career journey and offer any kind of advice that uh, might be of interest to people. Uh, so MECOP is, has been around for over 40 years. It is a nonprofit that works with four universities. Uh, one is Oregon State University, the other is Portland State University, University of Portland, and then Oregon Institute of Technology. And we facilitate internships for primarily engineering and business uh, disciplines and students. And we work with college students. They do two six-month internships uh, at companies. And it's just, it's a wonderful opportunity for students to get to get some real-world experience before they graduate. So MECOP seems to focus on like the three main parties involved in an internship, the student, the university, and then the industry that they're working in. Can you talk a little bit about the benefits that inter- internships have on each of these three parties? Definitely. And uh, you hit on a really key point, which is our motto is win, win, win. So it's a win for the students because they get that real world experience. They get paid internships while in college. It's a win for the universities because universities, their goal is to to produce really strong work ready graduates as well. And then for the companies and the industries, it's a major win because they're supporting the development of that next generation of of the people that will join their companies in the future. So everybody gets to win in this model. That's awesome. So what is exactly the MECOP experience? Can you talk a little bit about um, what a student or a person in the industry or even the university facilitator can expect when kind of moving forward? Yeah. For sure. So the makeup experience, I would define it as the the unique things that make it make it what it is, is that it is two internships and they are six months each and students don't select the location or the company. So it's the company select. And the reason for that is because so the, the organization has been around, like I said, for over 40 years. And I describe it as a very well built ship for engineers by engineers. And so, yes, we have business disciplines as well. But this thing is engineered through and through. And so there's a everything is done by design and for very specific reasons. For example, it is six months because the first couple of months, people are just learning what's a company, what do you what is, does it do? Get, getting yourself situated. And it's really the last or the second half where students really contribute. And I've spoken to students who decided to not do MECOP. They did a three-month internship and then they come back to me and then they said, actually, we didn't really get to contribute what we wanted. So that six months is really important. And then the other really important part is the idea that it's the companies that select who who goes uh, who goes where and not the students, because we work with over 150 companies and students often don't know about majority of our companies. Maybe they're smaller than not as well known. And so it opens up the eyes of a student to get to 
to get to a company and then figure out that they love or like what they're doing. The other thing is if they find out they don't like something, I tell them that's so, such valuable knowledge because to to see what you don't like or what you don't want to do is very valuable, especially when we're starting out and it can guide a lot of decisions later on. So I think that those are the things that really make it the, the makeup experience. I thought it was interesting that you touched on the contributions of an intern to the place that they're interning for. I would love to hear kind of more in depth about what kinds of things a student can bring to an organization as someone that's only gonna be there for six months. That's a great question. So I'm right now conducting a listening tour with students. So I'm reaching out to every single student MECOP to learn more about what, what their experience is like and what we can do to improve. And one of the things that they talk about is how they, uh, they really want to do good work. They really want to contribute. And typically companies will provide the kind of work that they would give to any kind of first year uh, professional in the field. And because you are there for six months, so you can do uh, a, longer, a longer project. And they contribute a lot. And the biggest complaint I hear from students that we pass along to companies is, hey, give them really good hard work. They want to do really good work and they're not busy doing meetings and emails and all the other things that a professional might have on their plate and so really that quality work is what in uh, the, the interns are there to provide and they're high achievers they want to do well they want to impress the company and uh, the companies get a really really good uh, worker from it i hear a lot about how um, it makes it so much easier to get into your first real job after having an internship rather than someone that maybe opted to not go for an internship. Is that a true thing? Do companies like to see that? Um, or is it more of just like for the, for the benefit of the student getting some hands-on experience? So the question is, is it, is the, do companies like seeing that internship that they have the internship? And they have that experience. Yeah, I think that's what I was trying to um, get get at. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I would say yes for sure. And actually, you know, one of the things that um, uh, you had asked earlier, um, you know, as we're as we're emailing, is like, how did Meekup start? And so I think right now is a great great time to share that. Uh, so Meekup has been around, like I said, for for over forty years, and it started because companies were hiring new graduates and realizing that, that yes they had the theory but they didn't quite have the practice and they they weren't quite ready to hit the ground running and so the point of MECOP was these companies saying look we want to help the universities to train the students while they're in school so that they can be better prepared uh, and we know that there there's just so many benefits to a student having that work experience whether it be you know higher career prospects higher pay uh, confidence, skills, knowledge, et cetera, it is completely boosted by doing an internship. Yeah. I mean, I agree from personal experience. I think that it's really powerful to be able to go somewhere and actually apply the skills that you're learning in class. So how did you get into this type of work? That is a great question. Uh, and I, uh, so I, I call my field uh, career development. I absolutely love this field. I got into it because I finished the majority of my undergrad work right during the recession and had a very difficult time finding work. 
which propelled me to do all the things that now I teach people how to do. Uh, so networking, professional development, informationaries, et cetera. And uh, I loved I loved professional development so much that I ended up deciding that that was the career path I wanted to take. And so for five years prior to being the executive director of MECOP, I was the director of alumni career programs in the OSU Alumni Association, where I oversaw programs that helped all of the alumni throughout their lifespan uh, with their career success and goals, et cetera. And I decided to, to tailor that and, and really saw MECOP as such a, a great next step because you're working with students, you're working with companies. We actually have an alumni group as well that, that's called MECOP Connect. So I get to do all the same things, but really it's, it's more now tailored towards that connection between the students and the companies, which I absolutely, absolutely love. So I love my field. I love helping people, love helping people to succeed. And yeah, every day I just, I, I can't, I can't believe that I get to help people in this very meaningful way. And, and that, that really matters to me a great deal. So when working in career development for fields like business and engineering, do you have to know a lot about like the fields that you're helping or is it more about understanding like the interpersonal connections? Uh, I would say it's definitely more on the understanding uh, personal, uh, personal connections. I don't know much about engineering. I don't have an engineering background. I don't have an engineering degree. Uh, but I do know about how to coach people and how to do programs, how to create systems that that really develop people's skill sets. And I think it's it is more like you said, uh, it is more about that that those interpersonal connections, and and even you know you, if you talk to engineers, they'll say, uh, yes, some of the technical skills will definitely help you, especially with your first job, but really. It's the teamwork, it's talking to people, it's communication. That's what really sets people apart. And those skills are very, very important. So yeah, I would say uh, to be in career development, you do not have to know everything about every field, but there are some basics about career stuff that I think everyone should know. And that's what I focus on is, is teaching people the basics so that they can succeed then. Because uh, we, we see engineers also going through MECOP and then they decide to switch to a different field and that's cool too. So we're really looking at just the basics of what does it take to be successful in general? For sure. I think it's a, a great look into a way that you could um, work in STEM adjacent and not necessarily be in STEM, but you're still being like a champion for everyone that um, is taking that direct engineering path or directly science path or something. I think that's great um, to have allies. So what, are, what have been some of the biggest challenges in your career so far? Some of the biggest challenges, kind of what I talked about before with that, because it was so challenging for me to find my own fit in the job world. And, and part of that is that uh, when I was job searching initially after my undergrad, this was before the remote world uh, really took off. And so uh, I was limited geographically to where I was living. And the challenge for me was, so how do I succeed in a career knowing I have a lot of limitations? And, and even now with remote work, I, I do know a lot of people have that where maybe, maybe they do, uh, maybe they are geographically bound or, or something, some, they have some kind of a constraint. And it was recovering from those challenges and growing 
from them that I really learned the skills that then allow me to be able to appreciate, have empathy and understanding for the people that I ended up then helping through my career. Uh, and also like, so for example, in my college, I was first generation college student. Uh, my parents, so I, I was born in Russia and Ukraine or was born in Russia and lived in Ukraine. My parents didn't really know anything to that dealt with college. And so in my own journey, as I learned how to do all these things now, I can bring that back full circle to the students that we serve. So helping them succeed, helping them learn how to do all these things. And so through my own challenges, I think it set me up to, to be much better at helping people through their own challenges, especially as they're doing that career exploration. Totally. I could see how empathy would be a really great tool in your arsenal from your perspective. What do you think can be done to get more STEM and career connected learning into the classroom or like, you know, inspiring more girls and, and gender minorities to pursue these types of careers? I love, I love, uh, love that question. And this is something that I've, I've thought a lot about what, uh, what is the area right now that really is the most meaningful to me that I think I can contribute the most. And I think, I think I've identified this as one of the key top areas. I think starting, starting to let students know early about STEM fields. And we're talking as early as kindergarten, K through 12 education is so important. And having students know about these fields, having role models, encouraging uh, various students to pursue careers in engineering and business and STEM. And I mean, and, and it's not even limited to STEM, it's just anything that they would want to pursue for, for their career, letting people know early and not having it be only because if you had parents that did it, or if only if you, if you knew someone that then you had the access to these things. But no, I think getting, getting that information early is, is so vital. And I'm very passionate about trying to figure out how, how do we, through MECOP, through the companies that we work with, through our staff, through our, the interns, in all the different ways, how can we continue to really do some strong outreach so that people learn about what does it mean to be, let's say, a civil engineer? What does it mean to be a mechanical engineer, or to be in the business world, or whatever it is? And I think that uh, as, as just from talking to people who do this kind of outreach work, maybe we don't see results right away, but over time, the more people that know about the different fields and feel like it is a possibility for them, then I think we see broader and broader change over time. And I'm, I'm really excited. I feel like this is, this is the time, especially in Oregon for K through 12 career education. And I, I want to be part of that. Definitely. I love the idea of uh, really bringing those kinds of definitions of what a career is to the classroom, um, because I'm, I'm talking to people all the time on this show, and it's the first time I'm actually understanding what some of these careers are. And I can just imagine if we could like get that idea into the hands of kids, like where their imaginations could run with their uh, future careers. So do you have any advice that you could give the listeners that might be considering a career like yours? Sure. Uh, my number one advice to anybody who's wanting to make any kind of career change is to, uh, is to do informational interviews and talk with people who are doing the same kind of work that, that you're looking to do. And it really works wonders. Uh, what I recommend to people is if you, if you can, 
identify uh, 10 things, 10 types of criteria you have for what you want, and maybe 10 types of organizations that might have that. And then talk to people who are doing that kind of work and then see, see what they say. Uh, and I've had, um, I've had alumni, I've had uh, friends who have followed my advice and they, they all come back saying, it's, it's eerie how it works like magic. And it does, it looks like magic when you apply and you actually start doing it. Uh, but it's, it's the way our mind works. Once we identify what we're looking for, then our mind starts looking at ways to, to find that for the things that meet their criteria. Uh, and I'll share the story of how I got this job uh, because I made my list. And my thing is I will follow the same advice I give to anybody. I follow my own advice because if, if my advice is solid, then I want to know that it's so good that I will follow it and it will give me the results that I'm saying it will. And so with this uh, MECOB job too, I did that. I said, okay, I think I'm ready for something or I'm, I'm ready for, for a, a new challenge, a new, a new leadership opportunity where I get to uh, maybe have a different kind of impact than what I was doing before. And so I made my list. I started talking to people and I saw the job posting on LinkedIn and I said, whoa, it meets my criteria and it meets what I'm looking for. Again, my mind was already looking for that. And I didn't apply for any other job because as soon as I saw it, I knew that this was, this was it. They had over 600 applicants and I knew that too, but I was, I knew, I said, I did a lot of soul searching. I knew what I knew, what I wanted. I talked to people. I followed, like I said, I followed my advice. And so at no point did I say to myself, oh, I'm going to doubt. No, if you if you identify your goals and if you're clear on what you want and if you talk to people, that's it. That's the magic. And so I just kept going through the process, no matter how hard it was, that this is the right thing for me. And I knew that internally. And so that drove me forward, but also the relationships. So talking to people again, I can't stress enough how important informational interviews are. And especially, you know, we know uh, we know there aren't a lot of women leaders out there who are executive directors, who are uh, CEOs, et cetera. And my goal would be that, let's say, you know, a little girl right now is sitting in a classroom. She doesn't even think twice about being an executive director or a CEO or something. She just says, yes, I can. And just goes for it. And that's for anybody, you know, not just girls, but anybody. And that's, that's always my goal is to, to inspire people to, to do whatever it is that their goal is. And it can be in STEM, it can be something else, but that that's my, that's my goal in life is to help people see that, yes, they can, yes, it's possible. Yes, it's hard to talk to people, but just, just chat with them, say, hey, what do you do? How did you get this job? What do you recommend to me? That's it. I think it'd be great if we could get some advice for the young girls on how to reach out to women that are doing the things that they want to do. Like if someone wanted to talk to you, how would they reach out to you and, and be able to get in contact with you to ask you for an informational interview? Absolutely. So my offer right now is anybody who's listening to this, if they want to talk to me, I'll be more than glad to talk with them. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm, I'm very active on there. They can con contact me on LinkedIn. Um, obviously, you can contact me through the Meekup office as well, but really LinkedIn, uh, look up 
look up my name on LinkedIn and you'll be able to find my information and we'll schedule a 15 minute call. I'd be glad to answer any question that someone might have. Uh, maybe all they want is a little encouragement. Sometimes people feel doubt about uh, about asking for what they want. Uh, actually, a lot of the the women that I, I've mentored and talked with over the years, uh, one of the things that they've shared that they struggle with is, is having the courage to say, this is what I want, and then going for it. And so if, if that's all you need is just someone to say, yes, you can, then glad, glad to provide that. Or if you just, if you're not sure, okay, how do I even start? Uh, and I'll share another personal story too. So when I was going into the career development field, I did an information interview and the person gave me five things to do. And so I did them. But one of them was to talk to someone and I was scared. I was scared to talk with them. So I never did. I never did. And what's funny is then when I got my job, my new job at the Alumni Association, one of the people that they recommended actually ended up being someone I ended up working close with. And she was great, but I was scared to talk to her. And so I shared this story whenever people share that they're nervous. I say, look, it's okay to be nervous. And then the other thing people will ask me is, oh, I'm an introvert. And how do I talk to people? Actually, if you're an introvert, then you might have an easier time because then all you're doing is asking questions and listening. And, and introverts typically, are, they, they've developed those listening skills because they are more they process internally. And so they're more taking in information. And so that's great. That actually sets you up to be very successful at doing information interviews. So yeah, I, I would say talk to me, reach out to me on LinkedIn. I would be more than glad to, to talk. Awesome. Thank you for that offer for everybody. I was wondering, do you have any big projects that you're working on with me cop right now? I, um, I think the outreach work that I mentioned is, is one of my, my main uh, big projects. Um, we have really awesome board members and company reps and people who are part of our diversity committees and on our recruitment outreach committees, et cetera, who are really also very passionate about this. I think I want to connect more with people who are doing uh, diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging work. Uh, doing more of that uh, educational outreach to K through 12. I, I really love Meekup. I love the mission here. I think there's such amazing work happening here. And I, uh, I'm i very eager and excited to, to share, uh, especially with the, the younger students, about what, what opportunities await for them and why they should consider doing things like an internship program and what the benefits are to them. Like I said, I think right now is just, it's a very fantastic time, as you know, you yourself know, in K through 12 education, like this is, there's probably been no better time than now. And I've been doing high school visits and talking with professionals across the state and everyone's doing really cool things. So I'd like to get Meekup out there, get, and, and, and get, get the professionals that we work with out there too, to share with the students, Hey, this is what it means to be an engineer, or this is what it means to be in the business world. Here are some opportunities, here are some skill sets you need, uh, and really breaking down those barriers so that students can imagine themselves in those roles, imagine themselves as an engineer, imagine themselves as a business leader. I, that, that just, I get very fired up about that idea. It's a good thing to get fired up about for sure. So I just wanted to circle back around to VCOP and ask how people can get involved. Um, is there a special way to sign up for your program? 
Yeah, so uh, there's three ways to get involved. Um, one is if you're a company, so let's say you you yourself would like to have uh, and, and be part of the, the internship program as, as, as a company, you can join MECOP. Uh, you can contact me for, for information about that. Uh, if you're an educator, then you can share about MECOP to, and, and about uh, internships in general to your students. Uh, you can also contact me if you'd like a company rep or a board member or myself to come uh, to speak to your students. Uh, and then if you're a student, I would say consider uh, uh, doing MECOP or talking to me about your career path. Definitely consider going into the engineering and business fields. And if you're not sure what that means, again, reach out to me. I can I can talk to you. We, we can connect you with someone who's in the field. Um, and if you're especially if you're feeling nervous, uh, let again talk with me. I remember being very nervous, uh, especially as, as a student. I didn't know anything about anything, and uh, we can talk with you to to like I said, break down some of those barriers and and help you connect with people in the field. Excellent. I just wanted to thank you for your time and everything you've had to say today. I really appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you so much, Casey. It's been great and really uh, excited to see the, the good work that you're doing. I appreciate all of your effort. And uh, like I said, I think it's a great time to be, to be in career uh, outreach and career education. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Closing the Gap. If you like this show, subscribe on Spotify. You can also find us on Instagram at MVSTEMCTE, on Twitter at MidValleySTEM, and online at MidValleySTEM.org. Until next time, keep progressing.